Hello, listeners. My name is Leslie. And I'm Liam, and we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant a foundational seed on how to grow our wealth and unlock our ideal lifestyles. We are so, so glad you're here. In today's guest, we have LJ and Gabby Ray. He is based in Chicago currently, but you're a true East Coaster. I you're, am. you're a DC guy. Okay, LJ is a DC guy. Uh, we're excited to have him though. LJ is an entrepreneur. He's currently building a mobile app uh, and he's just a subject matter expert that enjoys studying, researching, and being involved in the financial community. Um, LJ is, for all things financial literacy and personal finance, I think is a great person to talk to and get more perspective from with his entrepreneurial mindset. So LJ, I want to ask you, you know, our, our podcast is focused on planting these seeds and, and helping money stress turn into real happiness. What does happiness mean for you and how are you using finances to get there? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Liam, that's a great question. For me, happiness is having to never be limited in the amount of meaningful experiences that I can have with a lot of people. Mm. Um, And since a young kid, I've always just been ambitiously creative about building things. And as I started to learn and grow and develop, I realized it takes money to to build (laughs) a lot of the things that I wanted to build. So what personal financing and just understanding money and, and, and finances for me has really been around, okay, what do I have? What do I need and what do I want? And that's sort of the building blocks for me. So what do I have? What do I need? Um, and what do I want? So I have to create an outline for being able to get there and being able to understand how to manage your money, how to manage your finances is sort of the only way in order for me to accomplish that. Mm. LJ, that might be one of the most beautiful ways I think someone I'm has inspired. described. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want to be as happy right as LJ one yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I think it speaks volumes that not only are you focused on financial literacy and, and trying to create moments that matter, but also that's not you're not just a one-trick pony, right? It's mm-hmm. not all that you're doing. Um, and I think it's actually so, so perfect for the listener from Chicago as well that's, that wrote in to us today and was really asking around some general life advice. And so I want to read out the topic we'll be covering today and then really would love to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this listener from Chicago is really focusing on how to navigate spending um, versus happiness. And they said, you know, everything I love doing costs money and I'm pretty frugal, I wanna save. Um, I wanna travel, but I can't fathom spending a few thousand dollars to travel for a few weeks. I also wanna buy healthy groceries, but I can't get myself to spend a few extra bucks for organic. This is so relatable. I want to get a massage once in a while. (laughs) be healthy. I know. (laughs) Those grapes are really expensive. (laughs) Um, I want to get a massage once in a while, but I feel like I'm spinning money away if I do. On the contrary, I do get stressed and find myself lost asking myself, why am I working if I'm not going to spend money on the things that I would enjoy? My family doesn't quite do things like travel so much, so I'd feel guilty and like I'm spending money on a sunk cost if I invest in a trip. Um, number one, listener, thank you for submitting this. Yeah, I think, this is a really good topic. Yeah, this is super vulnerable, but I'd be lying if I said I 
same thoughts haven't crossed my mind at some point or the other. Um, and LJ, I'm curious, like initial thoughts, what are you thinking putting yourself in this person's shoes so far? I think for me, I'm first just amazed at that level of vulnerability and openness. And for me, that's sort of where the journey begins because you mm -hmm. have to be open to doing something different. So you might not end up doing something different, but you need to be open to it. And the way that I think that relates to sort of just the journey of understanding your finances is um, my, my principle of have, need, and want. If I have $500 um, and I want to get something that costs $600, mm -hmm. right, I, have, I need to make a, an additional $100. I only have $500. But the $500 that I have, I probably have to allocate that towards certain things. So now I'm either going to need to understand what is it going to take me for me to earn that additional hundred dollars, mm -hmm. but also allocate the money that I have today in a way that I'm not in debt or I'm not in a loss or I'm not now having to just worry about my finances even more. Mm -hmm. So it's a moment of self-reflection where you have to say, like, what do I, what am I capable of doing differently that will allow me to get the things that I think I want? And do I really want those things? Mm -hmm. Like if I have an outline for exactly what will get me to having $600, being able to take this trip, but it means I'm spending less time with my family. It means I'm going to have to change the way that I eat. It means I'm going to have to maybe take two or three buses instead of taking an Uber every day. Mm -hmm. Am I willing to sacrifice those things? Mm -hmm. um, but it starts with being open, understanding like you want to do something different, and then outlining the plan to get there. Yeah. LJ, nice. Yeah. yeah. I like that view of the very realistic part and starting point of what do I have? Like where am I starting off with? And I can empathize so much with, with this listener because so often I get caught up in the emotions of what I'm feeling and how mm -hmm. I feel anxious about something or I'm in anticipation about something or I'm trying to weigh a decision back and forth. Mm -hmm. But I think almost of the like deer in headlights situation, that needs to happen first. Of yeah. Where are you right now? Like, does taking a couple thousand dollars to go on a trip make financial sense for you? Or are you hoarding, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in your savings account, earning no interest? Um, please get a high-yield savings account, by the way. Slight plug. Um, if you're hoarding, you know, $10,000 in a savings account and you just feel like you're, you're holding back, I'd also be curious to think about, like, what is that relationship with money that makes you feel bad about buying those things? Because, I mean, you guys will hear me say this all the time. I think one of my favorite... Uh, authors Jen Sincero writes this in her book, um, You Are a Badass at Making Money. Um, and she says, you know, money is currency and currency is energy. So accumulating money, getting a big, you know, chunk of money and keeping that in your bank account, how good is that for you if you're not using it towards, you know, things that you like doing or things that are important to you? Mm -hmm. um, just a couple of thoughts, Valim. I don't know if, if you're thinking anything along the same lines or, or something completely different. Yeah, I think a strategic advantage that this person has is in their write-in to us, they laid out their motivators. I think that's something that people will have a lot of trouble doing. And, and LJ, you made the point of taking $500 to $600 and finding out how to do that. Mm -hmm. This person has the motivators to do that, but I think you need to think about the scale of your happiness. What's What kind of happiness is giving you the most value? Is it getting a massage every week? Is it, we live in Chicago and I love taking a 
trip to the warmth in the winter at least once. Like, I cannot be here the entire winter. Minimum yeah. once. Uh, minimum <laughs> once for a weekend, go to Florida or somewhere south. And that gives me a lot of happiness and refreshes me. So that's one of my motivators and the reason why I work hard and, and the reason why I budget the way I do is because I'm putting money aside to achieve those motivators. Mm. So I think this person can take those motivators and, and kind of rank them and figure out how much money they need to allocate to achieve that one trip south a year. Mm. And that way they could have that guilt-free spend because mm. they've been working towards it the entire year. It's not an emotional decision mm. that they're all of a sudden feeling. They proactively know that they want to take one trip down south every year. So that's the way I look at it. I mean, leverage those motivators that you've already recognized. And for those listening, find your motivators. And if you do have this guilty way of spending, utilize that motivator to then find out how to make it a guilt-free spend. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, like what you said and what I find with so many people is their relationship with money is directly tied to their relationship with themselves. Woo! So one of the things Preaching that right now. Um, this listener or, or uh, write-in said was, you know, I'm going to feel fun. Um, I'm going to feel bad. My family won't be able to mm-hmm. um, experience the same things that I do. Like that sense of guilt is directly tied to like things that you need to change and, and evolve within yourself mm-hmm. and your understanding of what are the things that make me happy? Is it taking that trip or is it just having more options than you do today? Mm-hmm. Is it the fact that your parents um, can't afford to um, necessarily um, take more vacations? Mm-hmm. Or is it the fact that maybe you don't communicate in the way that you do? Like, mm-hmm. have you asked them what they want to do? Do they shame you every time you, you bring something up? Mm-hmm. There's something deeper there. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to disconnect and figure out, okay, what is the things that I actually attain happiness from? What does that have to do with the way that I think about using money? Because if happiness is tied to money for you, it's always going to be fluctuating. Mm-hmm. Like you're always going to be in a situation where you're having to have some sort of trade-off. So you need to figure out what is like my center and balance point. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that again said so well um, that of course your finances don't exist in a vacuum and because of that much of the way that we relate to money or how we engage with money is related to how we engage with ourselves I think that's a I mean that is a huge huge takeaway Um, and I also want to build on your point Liam of not just like the why of you know why are you feeling this guilt where is it coming from but also maybe some of that uncertainty is contributing to those emotions right Mm -hmm. like you don't know if you want to buy organic and you don't know if you want to travel. So maybe the thought of going ahead and, and pulling the trigger on those things is a little bit too much to bear. Well, if you're telling yourself, you know, I live in Chicago, I need one trip to Florida in the wintertime, and that's something you're planning for. Um, and I think that, that that comes to a broader point of, you know, happiness. Sometimes we think about it as like a destination or like I want to be happy, but really it is like planning for each day things that give back into you, things that pour more life into you. Um, and not to get too philosophical or anything, but I think that's something that a lot of people miss when they're thinking about, should I get the mas- this massage or should I not? Like it's not a transactional thing. It's like... <laughs> how would this give back to you? Like, really, like, how would it elevate? Invest in yourself. Yeah, invest in yourself. 
Um, but but also, you know, plan for it. Maybe it makes you feel bad when, like, mm-hmm. you burn yourself out for an entire quarter in sales, and then you're like, crap, like, I need to go get a massage, <laughs> like a 90-minute, $300 massage. And yeah. that probably doesn't feel super good. Yeah. Um, but maybe you're getting that massage, like, at the end of every month to kind of give mm-hmm. yourself a reward. Two very different approaches to the same transaction. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like we really planted the seed on this topic of happiness versus spend versus guilt-free spending and guilty spending. Um, I, I think as we look at this write-in and, and how they're spending their money and, and the way that they can do that a little bit more freely, I, th- I think we've provided a little, bit, a little bit more insight, and I hope this is helpful. Um, I want to make sure our listeners know how this seed could blossom, grow, uh, and otherwise inspire their own wealth journey. So team, do we have actionable takeaways to help these seeds become plants? Um, I think one takeaway that I would, would have is to continue to reorient your life in a way that allows you to figure out what's going to make you happy. Um, once you do that, then you can start to, to, to plan and, and assess is the difference between organic and, and regular milk going to make a difference? Um, or do I have to make bigger sacrifices in my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, definitely going to plus one that and add on that a lot of these emotions could very likely be tied with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So why not let's, you know, get some numbers down on the paper. Let's go ahead and think about, like, you want a massage or you want organic, like, what organic? Like, what Let's be more specific about, mm-hmm. you know, what really we want to start planning for and then be able to do some of that cost-benefit analysis of, you know, <laughs> maybe a trip every single weekend isn't feasible, but one, you know, every quarter is a lot better. Mm-hmm. So I'd say let's put some, you know, harder numbers on it and then from there create an action plan. You guys know I'm a planner, so no oh, surprise yes. here. <laughs> planner's plan. Yeah. What about you, Liam? Yeah, no, I, I think my takeaway would be to recognize your motivators and learn how to leverage those. Um, also own your motivators. It's going to be unique for every person. And and I'm tying back to the end point of this write-in about feeling guilt because of maybe family's history of spend or, or family's experiences. And just realize that your motivators are unique to yourself. You're going to measure your own happiness yourself. And you're, only you can understand that. So I wouldn't be influenced or, or feel guilty because of how others are spending versus how you're spending. And that's something that I would challenge you all with is to find out what your motivators are and feel guilt-free spending on those in moderation. Again, not a trip every single weekend, but but taking those trips when the time allows and when you're, when financially it allows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, I'm feeling quite inspired both from LJ's intro and from uh, from from this listener's topic here. Um, you know, very very close to home. I know for all of us sitting here um, in the recording studio, but but also I'm guessing for all of our listeners too. And even though I'm sad to wrap up this topic for now, I do want to take a moment to celebrate a real growth moment. As you know, we highlight one at the end of every episode, kind of leave you with some encouragement in addition to the action item. And today, I actually want to highlight a real growth opportunity. So I am hoping that after sharing this opportunity, we're going to get some write-ins about real growth moments that were inspired by this moment right here. Um, But as many of you know, the stock market is quite volatile. 
Um, as many of you also know, when you're an investor and just getting your feet wet, kind of seeing that volatility going up and down can be a little bit stressful. And yours truly was poking around in the podcast universe and found a guided meditation for stock market volatility. Whoa. I think this is a game changer, guys. <laughs> um, not only because my manager at work very endearingly is trying to get us to meditate more, and I've been you know, trying to make sure that I, I try something new, even though meditation isn't really my jam. Um, I found this gem from Choose FI, which is also known as Choose Financial Independence. Great podcast and resource also, if you haven't heard it already. Um, but had a bit of a guided meditation for folks that maybe had a little bit of struggle with seeing their money portfolio and net worth go up and down a bit. Um, So yeah, I want to inspire you guys to number one, try something new. Uh, Number two, always continue to seek out new resources. And then number three, please report back if you try this meditation. I've I've tried it and um, I definitely feel a lot more calm. I, I also feel like I've been doing meditation, trying to do it every day so far this week. So I'm not sure which you know, meditation guide was really to solve for that. But, um, but yeah, excited to hear your guys' thoughts. Nice, Leslie. We, we love bringing up these stories. I mean, this is a, a little different twist on a real growth moment, this real growth opportunity. I think this is the first ever opportunity we've had. <laughs> You're um, welcome. And, and we love these because there are so many others like us beginning our wealth journeys, finding this personal wholesome wellness and seeking happiness in real time. So we're grateful to all of you, our listeners, for joining us. We'd love to hear about your challenges and your real growth moments. Please write to us. Liam, you're so, so right. Please go to the link in our podcast description and share your experiences with us. We would love to help you achieve your goals and celebrate those wins when you do. And we can't wait to be a part of your journey. And in the meantime, you can subscribe to Seeds, stay up to date with the community as we collectively pursue happiness. And lastly, but certainly not least, huge shout out to our colleague, good friend, LJ, LJ. for weighing in on some of these big picture questions, man. We love chatting with you. LJ, is there any way our listeners can keep up with you, follow up with you? Do you want to use us as a medium? Look out for that mobile app. How can they stay in touch? with you yeah if you want to go on first spring group so i i shared with the listeners that i um, am currently developing a mobile app and we are looking for engineers uh as well as software developers job opportunity um, <laughs> so if you're looking to go on more vacations and you'd like the opportunity <laughs> to, to help grow a company um reach out to first spring group on linkedin I love it. Nice. And that yep. is first spring group, all one yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Nice. Great. And we'll put that in our description notes as well. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. Well, guys, it was such a pleasure having you. We can't wait to the next time. In the meantime, we'll be keeping up with LJ and first spring group, but signing off for now and we'll see Have you so soon. Have a good week, soon. everybody. Yeah.